New Year's resolutions. We all start off with such good intentions and right about now, most of us are all falling off the wagon. We make mistakes. But what if some of those mistakes that you have made are a lot bigger than just eating that breakfast sandwich from Starbucks that you love so much? What if the mistakes you have made are causing you to question if anyone should ever forgive you? What if they are causing you to question your marriage, your worth, your life? Where do you start? Where do you begin trying to make up for all the junk that was just so bad? We are talking about the first step after failure and a small change with massive impact. Let's jump in. Hi, I'm Shelby Hosfield. Did you know that belief the size of a mustard seed is enough to move mountains? God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. That's Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. I have a colorful religious past and carried around a lot of baggage for far too long. 20 years after leaving the church, I discovered who God really is and that he was waiting for me the whole time. I do not want it to take you so long. God put it on my heart to help you, pretty girl, find grace, God's truth, and the amazing, unending, steadfast love of Jesus. We are building a relationship after religion and learning new strength in Him to do things we never thought possible. If God is for us, who could be against us? You are listening to Finding Faith Above. So before we jump into too much more of this episode today, I wanted to just take a few seconds to say thank you and and to let you just know how incredibly moved I am because I have had so many wonderful women reach out to me through messaging over this last uh, couple weeks here. And I have just, I it, it just brings tears to my eyes to know that this podcast is actually making a difference and that my words um, that I feel like have, have come from God's direction is actually making a difference for you guys in your life. And it just, it moves me to no end. And so thank you and keep reaching out. You know, if there's questions that you have, if you're struggling with things, that's what we're here for. Because like I always say, we need people. We kind of need people in this world. So I, I, I would love to to have you guys reach out. And I also wanted to make sure that um, you guys know about our Facebook group. And we're going to be doing so many cool things over there this year. It's really just dedicated to helping women, you know, giving you guys the support that you need. That if you have big questions, uh, that we can talk about it. Because we need a safe space where we can talk about some of these harder things that we're dealing with after leaving religion and in a place that is just full of love and that's what that's what we're doing so and over in the Facebook group um, that's what we're going to be focusing on really this year is just giving you guys that support 100% so again thank you guys Uh, also follow on Instagram too I mean I can't communicate really a whole lot back on there just like actually on the main forum Um, but (laughs) if you follow along um, you know I I always give little bits and quotes and things to help you know hopefully move you guys as well and, and just you know bring a smile to your face in the day so go ahead and take a look over there too all right so let's just dive in so guess what we all sin I know I know first off we have to clear something up 
This may come as a big shocker, but we do. We all sin. And I admit it, that word sin is still kind of something that I find to be a little bit more on the struggle bus for me to get over that word. As I was growing up in religion, there was a tremendous amount of pressure to be perfect. And we did not use that word. <laughs> like that was a really bad word. Um, we couldn't go to the temple if you were not perfect and not sinning. And Jesus uh, came to give us, you know, that example of perfection. And that's what we were trying to do is attain that perfection always. And the entire purpose in this world was to do just as he did to be perfect. And our acceptance from God and everyone around us was dependent upon being perfect and, and uh, knowing that, you know, we didn't sin, we didn't make mistakes, we didn't do things wrong. But guess what, girlfriend? <laughs> we all sin every day. You, me, the pastor at church, the holiest person that you know, we all sin because we are human. In fact, the first pages of Genesis talks about this very, very detailed. Because of Adam and Eve and their original sin, we, we all sin. That's just kind of how it all works. The very first humans in the Bible, they sinned. It, we all do. Nobody, not a single person on this earth has ever been perfect with the exception of one. <laughs> when our God became flesh and dwelt among us. That's it. And while this may be making you feel a bit cringy, I know, because that word sin is like, oh. <laughs> I don't want you to be thinking, hey, thanks, Shelby. I already felt bad enough. I promise there, this is a beautiful thing. The fact that we all sin, it's a beautiful thing because you know what? It's proof. It's proof of his grace. He loves you just as you are. Your salvation was never dependent upon whether you sinned or not. You do not have to prove your worth to him or anyone else. He already knows you inside and out and he knows you will sin. He loves you anyways. God knows you will make big, fat, huge mistakes every day and he still loves you. Nevertheless, he knew what you would do. And Jesus still died for you. He still died for you. He gave his blood knowing full well the sins that you would commit. You have already been forgiven by the only one that really matters. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not on your own doing. It is a gift from God, not a result of your works, so that no one may boast. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. I talk about this all the time because it's the truth. Your works, good or bad, do not determine your salvation. It is through faith. But that is not the whole point of this episode today. <laughs> we are talking about today the one change that you can do after feeling like you have made some of these big mistakes that can make a big impact. But first we have to know you're already forgiven. So no more dwelling on all of that stuff that happened. We're going to move past that, move forward, and move on to our next steps. So first steps after failure, where to begin? Well, just like any habit, any resolution, any goal, small steps can make a huge impact. In the book, Atomic Habits, which is a really great book uh, if you're wanting to kind of make some small changes in your life, um, the author gives the example of an airplane trajectory. If the pilot sets the course just one degree off, the difference of the final destination will be thousands of miles in a completely different place than the intended endpoint. Just one degree change over time can have a massive change. So we can use this to our advantage. 
I know unlearning bad ideas about God, grace, sin, God's love can be hard, but small changes to open your heart to him over time will make that difference. In the end, a huge thousand of miles, different city, massive (laughs) kind of difference. Small steps over time have a big impact. You are probably thinking, well, that I'm going to tell you to pray, which I am. (laughs) First off, pray big, fat, old, sobby, crying prayers. Tell God all about it. Ask him for help, but don't tell him what he needs to do for you. No, instead, ask him for help about giving you direction and let him know that you can't do it alone and you are giving it to him to find your direction. Trust him. Trust him. Don't say, don't say, God, tomorrow I need to wake up and blah, 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 blah. Because you probably aren't going to get the answer that you're looking for with that. No. It's the kind of prayers that are like, God, look, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I really did mess up here. And I'm just going to literally just give it all to you. And I want you to help guide my steps here because I need help. Okay. So, but again, this is not the point of this episode. That is not the small change that I want to tell you to make, although I think it's a great idea. (laughs) But I I understand sometimes that could be really daunting because um, having those big conversations with God can can be a little scary, Uh, even though he is your creator and he loves you anyways. You may also be thinking that I am going to tell you to go read the Bible. And again, I do think that's a fantastic idea. Start with John, read the NIV or the NLT, something you can understand. Do it in quiet and let it fill your heart. But again, That is not the point of today's episode. Also, you may think, okay, go find a good Christian friend to talk to. And again, I do think that's a great idea. But again, that's not the point of this episode. No, all of those are fantastic and they will help you. But what we're talking about today are those small changes that can have a huge impact. And all of those things that I just said, those are kind of big things that have big impact. I want you to do just something small here. And it's going to seem like kind of almost silly. Like, Shelby, really? We're doing a whole episode just because you're telling me to go listen to some music? And yes, that is what I'm telling you to do. That is going to be your first step after you have really, really gotten to a place where you're like, what the heck am I doing? And I need need to get some God in my life. How are you going to get some God in your life? Your next step is worship. You're wondering about big things right now, like how to improve your marriage, how to help raise your kids. Now, after all of this stuff happened, what, where do you move from here? Where, where do you go? What happens next? These are big things. I know, and they are important, but remember small steps over time have that impact. And that brings us to our first step that we're going to be doing music. I was thinking about this the other day when someone had brought up, um, you know, something to me and they were asking, you know, what, what are my next step? If I want to bring God into my life, what would be, what would be my next step? I don't know where to go from here. And I remember being in that place. I remember being there. I remember as a young girl who wasn't quite ready to give up on Jesus, but really, I didn't really know what I believed about anything. And just wanting to know, like, where do I, where do I start even to, to get to know him? 
And um, someone had suggested to me to listen to Caleb. <laughs> it was just a radio station um, that was on. It was a Christian radio station. And I had put it on. And uh, I think they were doing like their whole pledge drive thing at that time. And so, you know, they, they had all the different DJs on there. And everybody was pouring their heart outs about, about different things. But I have to tell you, I have never, I had never been as moved as I was just simply on my drive home <laughs> every day. And so I was thinking about like, what were the small things that started to help to open my heart? And it didn't fix everything. And I guess we can't expect it to. But your challenge today, if you choose to accept it, is to go listen to some really great worship music. So we're not talking about hymns here, unless it's Amazing Grace, because Amazing Grace is amazing. No, we are talking about some great worship music, the kind that I'm pretty sure that you turned and tuned right past when you accidentally heard it on the radio before, because you're like, oh, they're talking about God, and I don't know what that means. You're just going to stop, and you're going to listen. So most worship music is written for people that have been through some things, and right now, you are just coming off going through some things. So they're just like you when they wrote all this. Most worship music uses God's words from the Bible. So bigger words than you and I can ever put together because every time you speak God's words, it, it, it moves things. It moves people. And, and so this music incorporates that. Most worship music is sung by people who are living God's purpose. It is their gift from God that they are using to know him and to make him known. And so it's directed for you. Let's take a look at this real quick. Because God doesn't make mistakes with his timing. His timing is always perfect. So hear me out. So imagine this writer was urged by God to look at this particular verse in the Bible. It was written hundreds of years ago by someone who was divinely inspired by God. The writer uses that verse combined with the story they are working through, and it comes together in a particular series of words on paper that would become a song. That song is then sung by someone urged by God to share their voice, their gift, and it was played for that exact right people who then put that song together in a recording. That song then goes into a playlist. Then you read this, or you listen to this podcast today, and you press play on that playlist, that radio station, or that Pandora station. But remember, all of that time was no accident. None of those things in that series of lines that have led up to this moment right now, because God is always working in the background. How much you want to bet you listen one afternoon and you hear his words about what you are going through at this exact moment and you feel that love he has for you and his strength in you starts to grow and you hear that perfect song that is directed just for you because God's timing is perfect and all of that that happened that was to bring you closer to him that whole thing was made just for you it sounds crazy I know it does but just give it a try. Really is pretty impressive what our Lord can do. So small changes with big impact. What if you chose to listen while you get ready in the morning? One degree difference. What if you chose to listen in the car? 
one degree difference. What if you chose to listen with your kids? What if you chose to listen as you made dinner? What if you chose to listen at work, on a walk, at the grocery store with your AirPods in? All one degree difference. So I know listening to worship music doesn't fix all the problems going on right now in your life. I get that. I hear you. It doesn't answer all the questions. But here's the deal. You can't fix it all anyways. At some point, God is going to hmm, help you to understand. <laughs> and sometimes, I, for, for me, it was like he, he was whispering in my ear, and then he shouted a little bit louder. And then before you know it, I felt like I was being hit by a two-by-four over the head, like, Shelby, listen. <laughs> you can't fix it all. you got to give it to him. He is strong enough to take it. You're not strong enough to take it, and that is okay. You never were intended to. Give it to him. He can take it all. But in the meantime, these small changes, they're going to invite him into your heart and they're going to soften things and they're going to allow you to a place that you understand his grace, which is what it's all about. So your next steps, forgive yourself for those mistakes as hard as it is. He already has forgiven you. So forgive yourself for what it is that you're going through. We all sin. We all make mistakes. He loves you. Just give it away. It's okay. Give it to him. Second thing. Understand small changes over time have massive impact. So we don't need to fix everything in one shot. A one degree difference, one degree change will have a completely different final destination. And we want that destination to be closer to God. And then the third thing, the one change that I want you to make right now, that one degree difference is going to be to go listen to some good worship music. Find some that you love and just let it start to fill your heart. So... That is your challenge today, if you choose to accept it. Love you all. I really do appreciate everything and all of your support because the whole reason why I do this is to know God and to make him known. And I am really just so, so moved that it is moving you and making that difference. I am so honored that you showed up today to listen to this little podcast talking about big things. If you want to comment, share, laugh, or cry about what we talked about today, then you need to head on over to join our Facebook group. The link will be in the show notes. It's a safe space where you can share because we kind of need people in this big old world that understand us, right? And if you are like, heck yeah, that was awesome. Where can I get some more? First, hit the subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And then hurry on over to findingfaithabove.com where you will find so much goodness created just for you because I really do love you guys. And I have been where you are and I want to share all the goodness. So there's resources, more coming in 2022, findingfaithabove.com. I'll see you guys next time.